Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. Well, today is February 10th. Time is just fleeting by, and uh, we have a special guest. But before I say that, I want to let everybody know that I have a second podcast going, Hugo Floss. And that is the podcast where I talk about everything that's not design. I have a partner and we talk about everything and I complain about some stuff. You know, it's just free reign there. Anyway, getting back to this podcast, which I'm sure you're all excited to hear. What the heck is she going to talk about this time? Well, several weeks ago, Jamie Gold, author of Wellness by Design, talked about having a healthy home. One of the key items to having a healthy home is your kitchen ventilation system. And I know for a fact that people don't consider the ventilation unit an appliance, but it really is, and it's a necessary part of your kitchen. Today, our guest is Doug Elbert, Vice President of Business Development with Tradewind Manufacturing, a premier manufacturer of residential kitchen and ventilation products. Doug, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, Nancy. So nice to be here with you. Well, let's get started because we do have a lot to talk about. As I said before, a lot of people don't even think about ventilation. They think, yeah, it's a hood. Okay, I don't need it. I don't use it. Maybe they have one that they're very unhappy with and so they never turned it on. So let's start out with trade wind ventilation. Tell me all about what the company is all about. Wonderful. Uh, Tradewind has been around since the 1950s. Originally, the name Tradewind was part of the Thermador brand of products when they were going to market under two brands. And when they decided to go under the banner of, of uh, Thermador on, on, for all markets, uh, we purchased the uh, rights to the Tradewind name and brought it to Phoenix, Arizona. So we are actually based right here and do all our manufacturing in Phoenix. We've got an 80,000 square foot facility and we are distributed nationally as well as into Canada through Middleby Residential, which is the uh, parent company for great brands like Viking, Locker New, Aga, Marvel, Lynx, Barbecues, um, Marvel, Uline, Evo. They wow, got a great, that's, just a, great that's a long line. list, huh? Absolutely. And they do a great job for us. So we're really uh, excited about that. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, we just created a brand new showroom at our factory in, in conjunction with them, which shows a lot of their product as well as our product. Uh, that is just uh, being um, introduced into the market right now, and we haven't even had our first grand opening event yet. Mm. Do you have pictures of the new showroom on your website? We On the website, we, um, we do not have the pictures of the new showroom. We're kind of doing two branches of going to market at this time. We have an extensive line of uh, liners, products that go inside of uh, cabinetry wood hoods, we have an extensive line of outdoor barbecue hoods. We have a great line of indoor hoods at, that we have on the website and is distributed in stock nationally and going through all your local uh, appliance dealers. But we have a new line of custom products that is not going to be part of that distribution channel at this time. Uh, so we're introducing it right now in the Arizona market. And uh, that is one of the things that's on uh, majorly shown off at the new showroom. So it's oh. a little bit different there. Wow, I can't wait to go. So is it open to the public? Absolutely. 
the one of the purposes, well, there's a couple of purposes we created this uh, joint showroom. Uh, one is the Middleby uh, rep that uh, works with all the appliance stores here doesn't have some of their newest product on the floor of every showroom. So it gives them an opportunity to show off some product that they can train all the appliance people on, as well as the appliance uh, builder reps can bring the builders, the architects, the designers, the homeowners themselves, all are welcome to come down and use this uh, new showroom as a design studio. So we have color samples, we have literature, we have pretty much everything you can need um, to get going and answer any questions specifically about the ventilation. And uh, when the uh, salesperson or the rep from Middleby is available, they can answer all the questions about all their brands. Mm. So interesting, if they, the people who are listening live in Arizona, you know, it'd be easy for them to pop into your showroom. Right. But we were talking off air and you do projects that are outside of Arizona into Canada. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So um, how, do, how do the people get to know your product if they don't live in Arizona? Well, the website is one way. Um, all the major appliance dealers should have our product or availability for our product if they don't have it on their floor. So say in Canada, again, we have the Middleby distribution team, which is doing a marvelous job for us. They stock our product in warehouses uh, locally. So you have a quick lead time. And from there, um, if they have any requests for something custom, they typically would call us and say, hey, what can you do here? This customer has a special need and we work with them directly on that. So mm. the custom areas, we're, we're holding off expanding too much and doing a real big push nationally at this time. Uh, we really want to uh, uh, work with the local market. And right now we really have the demand that's um, uh, taken up our capacity at the moment. So we want to go forward in a, in a nice measured way. Mm. I, I want to get into a couple of the things uh, about actually ventilation. So mm -hmm. let's skip down to um, why is ventilation needed in a kitchen? Yeah, that's one of the great questions. And especially um, a lot of people don't think about it when they are upgrading from, say, more entry-level appliance or a kitchen and they're doing a remodel. And they're really looking at that sexy Viking wolf Thermador range that's got tremendous power because really what happened when Viking introduced the high-end ranges or residential commercial ranges to the market, they brought the idea of commercial cooking to the home environment. And when you do that, you got much more power. And especially with the gas ranges, when you're burning gas, you have some fumes that need to be exhausted. Uh, when you're cooking more exotic, you got more smoke, grease, and odor that need to be exhausted. And if it's not exhausted properly, the industry uh, calculation and standard and some of the, the uh, brands will teach is that two gallons of grease will get dissipated throughout your kitchen. It uh, will coat your walls, your cabinetry, your flooring, your countertops, your drapery, your furniture, pretty much everything. And it's, and it's uh, not only does it attract ants and different um, bugs, it it's creates odor that you can't get rid of, her, and it's uh, just, a, just a nuisance. And a lot of people that are sensitive with allergies and stuff, it's also a major contributing factor uh, in those categories. So that so, was two gallons, but how often? Is it that a month, a year? A year. Yeah. A year. Two yeah. gallons a year of grease and oil. Hmm. Exactly. Sounds, and that adds like up fun. and compounds year after year after year. So if you imagine a person who never thought about turning on the vent hood and 30 years later, it's you can smell. There's a distinct smell in some of these houses that they've never ventilated properly. Mm. Um, but it's becoming more important these days because of the higher BTU ranges that are, the market is producing. 
Well, I was always told that the ventilation also pulled out carcinogens from the foods, odors, besides the grease. And if somebody smokes in their home, which is not really good, don't do it. (laughs) But if you do, and turning on the ventilation, would that help draw the smell of the smoke from a cigarette outside? It would, but you would have to be in the proximity of the ventilation product to really get that draw. So unfortunately, you have to smoke by the kitchen unless you have a vent system right. somewhere else. Oh, Yeah, that's, that's, that's not what it's really designed for. Okay, my suggestion would be don't smoke. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> okay, so let's get down to the nitty gritty. First of all, you said you do um, the vent hoods, and if they needed custom, you can do that. So yep. if it's a standard vent hood, what are the sizes that are available? Well, typically for a wall, when you have the range base up against a wall and the hood is going to be up against a wall as opposed to an island or a peninsula installation, um, you typically will have a range hood that's the size of the range underneath of it. So if you have a 30 inch, which is what you put into apartments and in the, the uh, more entry level homes, uh, lower price point homes all have a 30 inch range typically in the United States and you'd have a 30 inch range hood above them. Sometimes they use an over the range microwave as a ventilation uh, alternative, and it does okay. It's not really the best option. Uh, When you have a 36 inch uh, range, you do a 36 inch. If you have a 48 inch range, you do a 48 inch uh, hood. Now with that being said, as we get to higher performance, and especially when you have a lot of money invested in some custom cabinetry, a lot of people, uh, including myself, would recommend you would do a six-inch oversize. So if you have a 48-inch Viking Wolf they, derm, uh, Thermidor Decor type range, you would want to go to a 54-inch hood. Mm-hmm. Well, even with a 30-inch, I've gone 36 just to get a good capture area. Right, and, and it's so also an we- aesthetic thing. It, you know, yeah. it, it changes the look of the whole kitchen. I think it gives it a little more pleasing look that way. Mm-hmm. So what's the standard CFM? First of all, I want you to explain what CFM is. Sure. Now, CFM is cubic feet of air movement uh, per minute. And the way I like to describe that is kind of like how much horsepower does a car have? So how much power are we able to utilize in bringing uh, the ventilation into the kitchen? So as you get more powerful in the range, you need more power in the hood. So typically the industry calculation is total B2s of the range divided by 100. Now that sounds a little bit complicated, but it's really quite simple. So if you have a four burner 30 inch range, each burner is 10,000 BTUs. If you add them up, that's 40,000. And divide by 100 is the same thing as taking off a zero. So you would need 400 CFM. Now you're saying BTUs, what about an electric range? The same type of calculation. You also want to look at what the manufacturer is going to recommend. So you're in alignment with that requirement. Um, There's also uh, one of the main things I like to look at, even if you have a basic range and you know you have a a commercial chef, somebody that works at Ruth Chris or one of the top restaurants and really does some outrageous style cooking, wok cooking, uh, flaming items where, you know, flames up. Um, you're going to need a lot more power than what the standard uh, appliance manufacturer is going to recommend in their literature. Mm-hmm. So when you ask those questions and get inside of the homeowner, are you how do you cook? Are you going to do just basic cooking? Or are you going to start taking cooking classes? Are you going to bring in um, commercial chefs for special events? You'll find out what's going to be needed. And 
typically the time that they really use the range full out is your holidays and special events. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving and such. And those are the times also that you don't want to have a whole bunch of smoke, grease and odor, not being able to be uh, vented properly. So you don't want to undersize, you want to size for the maximum use you will ever use. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to turn it up all the way when you're not using it that, to that level, but you have it there when you need it. Okay. Well, I just want to say one quick thing. Um, I was working with somebody who did a lot of Indian cooking, and so we had to up the CFMs because exactly. of the spices and the, uh, the what they use. Um, exactly. Now, going back to what you said about turning it up, so how many speeds does the uh, motor have on, say, a standard 30-inch uh, hood? Our product line has a, th- a three-speed selector. And in fact, we also offer now because of ADA requirements, a remote control, which means if you have a hood that's a little bit taller and somebody's in a wheelchair or can't reach up, uh, maybe they're just a little bit shorter or have a shoulder problem, they can use our remote control and turn it on to speed one, two, or three, or high, medium, low, if you like to call it that. Other manufacturers will have similar type setups. Some will have a variable speed where it just goes from high to low, uh, infinite variable speed. Uh, We do that a lot with our outdoor product. Kudos on the uh, remote control. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it also has an automatic off. So if you uh, finish cooking and you want to go sit down with the family and start enjoying your dinner together, but you notice there's a little bit of lingering odor, you can hit the uh, auto off and it gives you five minutes where whatever speed it's set at, it'll continue for an additional five minutes and automatically turn off, which is, I think is a very nice feature that... uh, well, I just I just told you I wasn't techie, but can you put the remote control um, as an app on your phone? Not at this time, no. Okay. Yeah, I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, there are some people that are some manufacturers that are offering that kind of a device um, uh, hookup with apps and stuff. Uh, I personally have not found that the homeowner is really taken to it. It's a nice feature to have, but are you actually going to use it? I don't think we're quite there as far as a a society yet. Um, I'm sure we possibly will get there soon, though. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Do the hoods have lights in them? Absolutely. Uh, our interior uh, indoor hoods all have LED lighting, and we put a lot of time and energy in picking out the bulbs that we wanted to use that are going to give the best light, the most natural light for cooking. So number one, you want to make sure you fully illuminate the cooking area, but also it's got to be a natural light because when you're cooking and you're doing a, a vegetable or if um, chicken a lot of these dishes you want to look for the change in the color of the food to know when it's time to flip it over or when it's done um, so we want to we we put a lot of extra time and pay a little bit more for some uh, uh, very natural light leds that uh, give us great great performance now that being said for the outdoor kitchens that we do and we do it we're one of the largest supplier for outdoor kitchens on the market uh, outdoor because of the heat that's uh, being generated by barbecues we do use, continue to use the uh, halogen bulbs and uh, a different switching system for outdoor. Okay, so we'll reiterate that when we get to the mm-hmm. uh, ventilation for outside. So let's talk about noise. Is your standard 30-inch hood very noisy when they turn it on to high? You know what? We It's another thing that we put a lot of time and energy in, and we had some motors proprietarily made just for us um, that we uh, had done a little over 10 years ago. And these motors, and this is kind of true with most brands these days, the motors are becoming extremely efficient. And the motor noise is getting to a very acceptable level at this point in the market for not only just us, but a lot of the manufacturers. 
but one of the things that we do, a little bit different than some of the other uh, uh, people out there, we use a much larger squirrel cage that we are able to get the equivalent amount of airflow by spinning it at half the RPM because other brands use a lot smaller squirrel cage. So because of that, we think ours has a little bit of a, a sound advantage uh, inside the home. Now, because the motors themselves are becoming uh, very efficient and um, quieter, what you're really hearing most of the time is the wind noise, the shh, yeah. which you're going to get no matter what um, what brand you have, no matter where you place the motor. And that kind of brings up another question. Some people want us have um, know the difference between can I mount the motors inside the hood? Could I put them into the attic or can I put them on the roof? And the answer to that is absolutely. You can do any of those and we can accommodate. We have our, all of our product can be used with internal inline or remote motors. Uh, we actually stock um, up to 1,266 inline motors at our factory with duct silencers. So if you're worried about noise getting back in the kitchen, a duct silencer acts as kind of like a muffler for a car. And it reduces motor noise coming back into the kitchen by about 80% and only inhibits performance by 2-3%. So very effective. But those motors, um, if they're not far away, uh, they can create quite a bit of noise in other areas of the house. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've done a lot of remodeling over the years. And most people will say, I never turn the hood on because you can't hear yourself think. I had one of those hoods. Mm -hmm before I remodeled my kitchen. So that's probably the reason why people don't even think of the importance of the ventilating hood in a kitchen because they've experienced loud noise. It doesn't work half the time, but that was the old hoods from yesteryear. And, and it's a little bit true still with some of the high powered units today. But what I would suggest is there's, there's you know, some certain things that you can do in best practices and how to use your product no matter what brand it is. You are better off turning it on before you start cooking by a couple of minutes and you start this draft that's going to give you better performance once you do start cooking five, ten minutes later. So by doing that, you can keep your hood on a low setting and still have your conversations and still be effective with the ventilation. Um, as you add more burners or um, uh, do some more sophisticated cooking that requires more power, you turn it up to, to power two level. Uh, and if you burn the bacon or something like that, you get a flare up, you're probably going to hit it on number three. And at that point, you're not having a conversation. But even on the highest speed in our, our product line, most people feel that they could still have a conversation in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And we offer several different sizes. We offer, you know, from as low as uh, 290 CFM up to 1200 CFM internal motors. So you have a lot to choose from. And it's very important to really uh, also, as you go up in power, you got to up the size of your ducting. And it's a very, very critical thing, especially in remodelers. It's less, less, less um, an issue for new construction, but for remodeling, it's one of those things you want to have that conversation about what size of duct do you have before you start the remodel and what size of duct are you going to need for the new range you're going to be putting in? Yeah. Into that There's a lot of technical uh, information that you have to know about ventilation, especially installation, how many mm -hmm. bends in the um, venting system. But I would suggest that if you're remodeling your kitchen, you've got to A, uh, talk to the experts and try not to do this yourself. And if you do it yourself, if you're a do-it-yourselfer and you got to you know, get your hand in everything, then find an expert to get these questions answered because um, I have seen people with the wrong size hood, the wrong size motor, and then 
it doesn't work. It's, you know, their, their kitchen is getting to be full of smoke and soot and whatever. Um, let's talk about real quickly the height off the range that the hood should be at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's typically for the, again, we got the indoor and we have the outdoor and we have wall versus island. Yeah, let's so, talk, um, first of all, let's talk, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we got to make this clear so that people mm-hmm. understand. If you're doing a hood against the wall and your range is against the wall, then what is the height off the range? Most hood manufacturers will recommend 30 to 32 inches above cooking surface. Uh, some of the manufacturers will expand that from 30 to 36 inches above your cooking surface for the bottom of your hood. So in there, it's where you work with your designer and find out what's going to work best for your homeowner. Sometimes the, the height of the homeowner, the people that are going to be doing the most cooking is important in making that consideration. I've done some remodeling for basketball players and they're always afraid they're going to hit their head on the hood. And so, you know, and again, I've seen pictures in magazines where the uh, hood is about 42 or 48 above for the picture. I don't know if they do this just for the picture or in reality, but can you have a stronger CFM motor if you put it at 48? Absolutely correct. That would be 100% my recommendation. So you can put it higher. You're just giving up performance. So when we say 30 to 32 is our ideal, that's for best performance. Now, if you have a consideration such as the homeowner is uh, six, seven, seven foot tall, they want something that's going to be comfortable for them. So if you put the bottom of the hood, say at 42 or 48 inches, you're sacrificing performance. So how do we compensate for that? Again, we'd recommend oversize the range. So if you have a 48 inch range, I'd go to either 54 or potentially 60 inches in the ventilation system. You might want to go a little bit deeper and I would absolutely um, use a little bit more power than we otherwise would recommend. Yeah. Now, if the person is uh, six foot seven or seven foot, and if you're a listener of uh, Home Design Chat with Nancy, you know that I don't have that problem. I am petite. So I never really had that problem, but I have had a lot of clients that do play in the sports arena. And so if you have a standard cooktop at 36 inches off the floor, I'm thinking that might be too low for them to work at. You have to really concentrate on who's going to use the kitchen the most. And if that person, maybe your husband is very tall, do you raise the whole perimeter of the uh, cabinetry and accommodate him? If he's going to cook once a year, then too bad. Don't change <laughs> the whole kitchen just for him. Um, so I, I have had those uh, situations. Now let's go to the uh, vent hood over an island. Okay. Over an island, the typical industry standard calculation is you, is you want to be 36 inches above the cooking service. That's what most people do. Now, the island situation is very inst- interesting, and it it's holds true also with what I call a peninsula, um, where it's, it's um, not a true island, but it's still attached to one wall. But the hood would still be not have any walls around it. We still call that an island installation. So in that case, almost always, we're going to recommend 36 above the cooking surface and six inches wider than the cooking uh, range. 
So if you have a 36 inch range, we're gonna recommend 42. If you have a 48 inch range, we're gonna recommend 54. Now there's always a trade-off for design and uh, visibility because a lot of times that's gonna be directly in your eyesight for the great room and where your family's playing and you wanna keep an eye on the kids and everything. So one of the biggest things we always have people asking is, can I put it up higher? And then, of course, the answer is absolutely. There are some manufacturers even putting ventilation up into the roof at this point, and which is a very, very, um, it's not the best solution, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a solution when you have no other choices. Okay. So uh, what we recommend is if you got to go a little higher, go ahead and do so. But again, look at oversizing and ramping up the power a little bit more. Okay, so the cooktop on an island is, say, um, 22 inches right front to back. Okay. So how big front to back is the hood over the cooktop on an island? Well, the industry standard dimensions are either 24 or 27. So typically, a 27 is what you would get in most islands. Um, now, what we can offer with our customization is we can make that anything you want. Um, we have liners if you want to do wood hoods that are 18 inches deep. We have them at 22 inches deep. And if you go really far up, uh, we have what we, we technically call our barbecue liner. We're one of the only companies in the nation to have, offer an outdoor barbecue liner that you could put uh, stone or brick or surrounds around. Uh, that one is actually 32 inches deep. Okay. Um, so we didn't even touch on the custom, but say a standard 30 inch hood, how I know you can attach it to a 12 inch deep cabinet over your cooktop and it flares out by what another six inches. Is that what it is? Uh, typically the custom product is 24 inches deep. Oh, I mean the regular standard. Uh, we offer standard products in the 2021 range, depending on which one we're speaking of, uh, and our liners, which will go inside the wood hood, again, 18 and 22 deep. Okay. So typically, um, I don't know if code says this, I'm almost sure, you have to have enough pull over your cooktop to actually take the steam and the grease off the front burners that you're cooking on. A lot of times, the typical standard hood in a tract home, yeah, they're pulling from the back burners, but right. they don't really have enough pull for the front cooking burners. Right. So yours does. Um, well, they're, they're, we, we serve the market in a number of different ways. Like our 18-inch liner for wood cabinetry hoods is our, probably our most popular seller. Now, that can be put into a um, wood hood that has a depth of 19 or 20 inches. It can be put into a, a wood hood that's 24, 27, 28 inches deep with some filler pieces of wood around it. So it's, it's a, a tremendous product from a price point, from performance, from every aspect. Um, but if you do have the depth, I would prefer you use the 22 inch because it's going to give a little better performance. And um, there's also the consideration from the design perspective, which you would bring into it. If the homeowner is really worried about hitting their head or they don't want something coming out too far, you know, we got to solve the problem for that, that need. We educate and then we let the customer make the decision, right? Right. Um, but second of all, well, I should say, first of all, we talked about liners. If anybody out there doesn't know what a liner is, explain, Doug, what we're calling a liner. Okay. Um, a liner is something, so if you imagine the cabinetry on either side of your range coming 
to the point of the range, and then you had a wood surround, so the cabinetry looks like it continues across the top of the range. It'll normally bubble out in some form or fashion, and there's hundreds of different shapes that they do this in. Um, and now when you have that kind of continuous cabinetry look, what you need is a liner to go inside. Some people call it an insert and a liner. Some different brands uh, separate the two. Uh, and, but what you're looking at is the motors, the guts, the lights, the filters, the control knobs, everything you need um, to properly uh, cover with stainless so you're protecting the flammable surfaces with a steel product that's going to give you the exhaust that you need and meet uh, the requirements of all coating issues. Okay. And a lot of times you put the liner in, if it's a wood hood, you can't have, at least in Arizona, you can't have any combustible material anywhere near your cooking surface. Right. That's so, why we got to have it completely lined. That's what we call it a liner yeah. is it's lined with stainless steel. But even it's true though, for outdoor as well. Yeah, even the lip of the wood has to be covered with metal because that's the last thing they need is a kitchen fire. Now, these things are really, um, oh, it's important if you're going to get a liner to know what size and what motor size. So if you are a do-it-yourselfer, again, you have to rely on the expert because this is not something that you can say, oh, well, you know, I'm sure it'll work. It's not like a refrigerator that you go, okay, it's this size. We have to hold, uh, you know, so many cubic feet of food. Um, I think the ventilation takes an expert to uh, calculate the size, the CFM, and whether they want a liner and how they know a a liner works. Um, I want to get into just the customs quickly because Mm -hmm. we're running out of time. Um, By the way, Doug, I need to have you come back so we can talk about outdoor kitchens and ventilation in your outdoor kitchen. So we're going to have to save that for another time. I want to talk about, um, first of all, on your standards, do they have a choice of colors? Our standard product line does not have. We basically just offer straight stainless steel. Okay. Now, so, well, they can all customers can always contact us and or work through your appliance dealers. And if you're out of state, um, we work in a number of different ways. Uh, you can contact Nancy and get in touch with us. Um, but what we've started offering since we have the standard product of, of stainless steel hoods that we offer, we do a, a great job. We're selling truckloads that we're shipping out almost daily from the factory. Uh, we've had a lot of the dealers locally say, we need some customization. We need the options of colors. We need custom sizes, duct locations, combinations of finishes, hammered, brush, polished, brass, copper, um, straps, rivet lines, all this kind of fun stuff. And they're finding a lot of very uh, beautiful pictures of products that have been made on the internet. And they'll just forward them to us and we, we can give them a quote. One of the benefits that we offer is not only can we color match, not only can we do almost any of the finishes out there, um, but we can do so in a very quick lead time. So right now our standard lead time is six weeks where others are, especially with the COVID problems that are happening in supply chains right now, uh, could be up to six months. Uh, We do a lot with our trade partners, with the Locker New and the Viking, and there's a lot of brands now that are introducing colors. So now you have the option of having that unique colored range and having a hood that can be any shape you want it to be, but still match that color of the range. Mm. So do you powder coat it? We do. Yeah. Yeah. And we can color match and uh, pretty much meet anything you need. Yeah. There's like uh, 500 
colors out there to pick from. So don't yeah. let yeah, don't let that stop you from going the extra mile and getting a really good ventilation system. You know, as we just proved, there's a lot more to ventilation than just throwing a hood under a cabinet over a cooktop. Right, Doug? Absolutely. So I we really have to touch on uh, more of the customized hoods and the outdoor hoods next time you come back. And hopefully you can come back, can't you? Absolutely. I'd love to, Nancy. Good. Um, so I want to thank you for stopping by and giving us a lot of the information that most people just skip over. Um, now's the time to talk about my sponsor, and I really appreciate that Thermador is my new sponsor, and they have two distinct collections that they're offering, a modern design for every kitchen, while the professional collection is a professional-grade design where you can experience restaurant-style quality in your home. Thermador is luxury that lasts, empowered by design, and led by innovation. And to learn more about Thermador, go to thermador.com. Doug, again, I want to thank you for being with me. Thank I you, hope Nancy. Every, I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. We're on 28 platforms, including iHeartRadio and uh, Amazon Music and many, many more. And don't forget to share them with your friends. As you just heard, the information on these podcasts are extremely important if you know somebody who is redesigning their kitchen, doing a remodel, or doing new construction. If you want to learn more about me, go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Doug, email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. So again, thank you for listening. Stay safe and have a great day. Mm-hmm.